Welcome to the TALON project. TALON stands for Teaching and Learning Online Network. As we adjust to the new COVID-19 reality, TALON provides a platform for sharing and discussing resources and practices for remote education. You can learn more at taloncloud.ca. Enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, my name is Anthony Cito. I'm a course chair of Intro to Clinical Practice, a course at the Cumming School of Medicine. It helps train second year medical students in foundational knowledge and skills to help them succeed in their clinical rotations and future clinical practice. What is the biggest challenge you experienced when moving to remote teaching? The biggest challenge for me when moving to remote teaching would be the preparation time. Prep time includes brainstorming, designing and piloting, recording and editing, and recruiting and training. Brainstorming for me is how to transform interactive sessions typically held in person to an online interactive session. I ask myself, what type of mechanism can I use that will help recreate the type of feel that students would have in the regular in-person learning environment? How can I connect offline feel to online feel? Often the solution is a video where I can input some creativity in there and consider lectures as show productions. Another mechanism I use is Google Forms, where learners can type in answers and get instantaneous feedback. Through Google Forms, I can create games with aims. And before launching into the design and creation aspects, I can connect with other educators and learners to pitch my ideas. The next preparatory task is the actual design and piloting of the online interactive sessions. I try to think of ways to design online delivery mechanisms that I myself would enjoy as a learner. I then run it by many, many people to get some feedback and continually revise the design after multiple pilots at different learner levels. Next is recording and editing the lectures. I didn't realize how picky I was with recording and editing until online teaching. I'm now able to edit out all the uhs, ums, and pauses that myself and my colleagues would input. By stripping away all these verbal distractions, I feel that as a learner, I'm better able to hear the messages clearer. Clearer. Edit that out. I find that with editing, learners will be able to hear messages more clearly. Another element of online teaching preparation requires the recruitment and training of facilitators. I had to spend additional time to create some written manuals for facilitators to review, as well as to schedule some online Zoom sessions to train facilitators in the online platform that we were going to use to deliver our lessons. Oftentimes, facilitators would identify technological glitches or have additional insights that may help improve the quality of online delivery. What are the opportunities created by digital education? One of them for me would be a push towards creativity and innovation. With digital education, it has really pushed me to think of creative ways in which I can still connect and engage my learners, but through digital means. Another opportunity that I think is great in digital education is the ability and drive to connect with other educators and experts outside of your hometown. When we're hosting in-person lectures, workshops, and activities, I feel we often recruit local teachers and expertise. But with digital education, we're able to connect with anyone around the world. For example, I've connected with out-of-town instructors and learners to help me create and give feedback to my course content. Another opportunity of digital education is that it helps keep messages clear and succinct. 
Traditional university lecture time is often one hour long. With digital education, lectures and sessions can be edited to less. I can literally cut out all the extraneous information so that we can connect learners to the key pieces of information to offload their cognitive strain. What is your most used software or tool? I use a lot of different varieties of software and tools for online teaching. For example, I use Zoom in combination with Google Forms. I use my cell phone to film videos such as this one right here. I use Final Cut Pro as my video editing software. And then I use PowerPoint for slides. Using Zoom in combination with Google Forms has allowed me to host and facilitate interactive sessions. I've used this in online simulations and even in online escape games for teamwork skills training. All right, I don't feel a pulse. And looking at the monitor here, it looks like VFib. Okay, VFib at 2254, that's a shock algorithm. Right, yeah, let's zoom CPR and let's charge to 200, Anthony. Will do. I'll charge for 200 joules. CPR is charging. I'll clear the mask uh, and oxygen away from the patient. Charging. Everyone clear, hands off. I'm clear, everyone's clear. clear. Shock, shock delivered. How it works for teamwork skills training is I have two sets of Google Forms. One is called side A and another is called side B. Students are placed in either side A or side B and students are not allowed to look at each other's sides. They have to communicate what they see on screen to help solve the other side's corresponding puzzles. So this uses a lot of communication, collaboration, and teamwork to be able to go through all the puzzles that they are presented with. In terms of cell phones for filming, I pretty much transitioned to using my cell phone to film all my videos, including this video right here. I feel that it's easy to navigate angles, it's easy to upload clips to your computer, it's easy to delete files if you do not need them anymore. Final Cut Pro is the video editing software that I use. I create course trailers with it to connect and engage learners and instructors before the course starts. I feel that course trailers paint the mood and flavor of the overall course. And then throughout the course, I maintain the same energy through the course material and ways of facilitation. When it's workshops, I'll all learn and play. Where simulations are running all day. You'll be a star too, we're happy to teach you. Oh, ICP's the greatest show. Although I do use PowerPoint to create slides for my lectures, I also use PowerPoint to send emails. I call them my video emails. Rather than sending a black and white written email to the students at the beginning of the course, I like to create a video PowerPoint message. I simply use a single slide PowerPoint and then I do a voiceover to talk about its contents. And that becomes my video email send out to the students before the course. What is your favorite resource for teaching online? My favorite resource for teaching online is using videos. This is because it offers a lot of flexibility. I can control the information delivered, the duration of the session, the tone of the session. For example, some of my sessions may be a bit more formal, while other ones are a bit more silly, including a game show style. And also, mistakes can be removed. 
And now it's time for ATF Live! Approach to Fluids, the game show. I'm one of your hosts. That's not live. It's recorded. Exam or investigations. Viewers at home, feel free to play along. That means you. And you. And you. And your time starts now. Roger Payne. What is the Gorlick score? Hydrostatters, go for it. Three is the correct number. Good job. Good job. So let's give her 140 uh, cc's in total, right? Yep, yep. And what kind of method do you want to use and over what time? Uh, I, th- I think with kids, I remember we do the push-pull method to get it in as quick as possible, especially when they're sick like this. Final answer. I also like videos because they invoke emotion. Emotional responses help memories form. So facilitation through videos, I think, may connect with learners more. What do you expect higher education to look like in 10 years? In 10 years, I think more online education will occur. What resonates with me for online learning is that it's convenient and it also allows people to learn at their own pace. I myself recently signed up for some online DJing courses and movie making courses to help improve my own practice in these skills. I would also say that there will be more opportunities for collaboration and facilitation by experts from out of town, since you can do that online. We can't fly people here and there all the time. And finally, I think the traditional one hour lecture may be dissolved. We can move to a more is less approach, literally by chopping down and editing down the sessions to just the key messages so that students can have more time to do active hands-on practice, study at their own pace, and create more opportunities and time for interaction and connection. Thanks everyone for tuning in and connecting with me through this online platform. Let's connect some other time. See ya. This episode was produced by Talon. You can find the video of the interview and more at talentcloud.ca. The Talon Project is funded by the Richard Parker Initiative. It is hosted at the School of Architecture, Planning and Landscape at the University of Calgary. Thank you for listening.